Welcome, everybody. This is episode one of the Montrepreneur podcast hosted by yours truly, Herdesh Mata. The show is going to feature conversations with entrepreneurs, creatives, and other professionals sharing how they built up their career. Each guest on the podcast is going to share a mantra that they live by, which motivates or inspires them in their business or endeavor, hence the name Montrepreneur. I'd like to introduce my first guest, Becca Hale, who I've known since high school. Go Panthers. Becca is founder of Natural Health Strategies, a company that helps individuals take a natural holistic approach to health. Becca is a registered natural health practitioner and is also licensed by the Pastoral Medical Association as a diplomat of pastoral science. Welcome, Becca. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me here, Des. No worries. So it's been a while since high school. So I see, you know, you've guided your career into the health field. So let's get into that and how you went about doing that. So we went to Paint Branch. Um, and then after that, you know, went to University of Maryland. So what did you study there? And then how did you transition to your career to where you're at now? Sure. Yeah. So I didn't go to college thinking that I would be in the natural health profession whatsoever. I majored in accounting and I also majored in information systems. And from there, I worked as a tax accountant for a couple of years. And my plan was to get the CPA and to become a professional tax accountant. But life kind of took me on a different path. And I ended up being able to overcome a lot of my own personal health problems with natural medicine. So things like food and herbs and supplements, and I got super passionate about it. So I went back to school, to the New Eden School of Natural Health and Herbal Studies, and studied traditional naturopathy. Gotcha. So basically, when you graduated, how long did you work in like the accounting field for? It was about two years. Two years. And was that interesting, or did you kind of like... What made you, like outside of like overcoming your own situations with like natural herbs and things of that nature, like what made you want to transition your career? Was like accounting not really floating your boat or like how'd you decide to take that pivot? Yeah, it definitely was an interesting job. You know, we did tax returns, which depending on who you talk to can be a boring subject for some people, but we did it for a lot of really interesting companies. So it didn't feel boring, but the lifestyle of being a tax accountant just wasn't really a good fit for me. Um, And working for somebody else wasn't really a good fit for me either. I really missed my freedom of my own schedule. And I missed feeling really passionate about what I'm doing every single day. So when I overcame all those health problems, I just felt so excited about that. And that it just felt like a very natural thing to do to pursue that instead of continuing to pursue accounting. Makes sense. So if you don't mind me asking, what type of health scenarios were you going through at the time? And then what did you go about or like, how did you go about overcoming those? Like what worked for you? What didn't work? And was it kind of like trial and error or like, did you read up on certain things? And then that motivated you to like learn more. And then you're like, oh, this worked for me. Maybe I can help others. Or how did that go? Absolutely. Yes. It was a really long journey probably starting around age 15, I just started getting plagued with digestive issues, just chronic digestive issues, and that manifested into really chronic sinus infections, and then really bad acne breakouts, and then year-long seasonal allergies. No matter what season it was, I was dealing with allergies, um, and a few even more things from there. So I felt like I was just always sick. 
So by age 21, I was typically taking up to five different medications a day just to kind of get through the day. And I didn't feel good at all. I still felt really sick. That was just to kind of manage symptoms enough to get to class and to continue to live life. So I kind of hit a point where I was like, if I'm taking this many prescriptions and medications at 21, what's going to happen when I'm like 30 or 40 or 50? Like, it's just going to keep growing and growing and I'm going to feel worse and worse. So even though at the time I was kind of, um, I was kind of skeptical of natural medicine, I decided to give it a try as kind of a last resort just to see if it would work. And surprisingly enough, the small changes that I made had a really big impact. So then from there, I would just do research. I would read every book that was available, every internet article, and I would try a small change, um, a different small change, whether it's a, like a change to my diet or a new supplement or something like that. And I would see improvements from it. And then I just kind of kept going from there. So I got passionate about it enough that I really wanted to formally study it, which was when I looked into going back to school for it. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, a lot of people, you know, just what they know about natural things is just like supplements that they see at Costco and they think like, you know, a big tub of medicine or like vitamins that costs like five, six dollars is going to do benefit to them. Whereas a lot of like nutrients or a lot of like health care now is going towards like plant nutrition and more like, you know, taking care of your body in that way and exercise and what our healthcare system, in my opinion, is all about is kind of like putting a Band-Aid on the situation and like giving a medicine where a person should basically make lifestyle changes and like, you know, take better care of themselves. And I think, you know, just like a lot of the stuff that I've learned, like, you know, I have an Indian background. So like my parents always say like, Hey, use this or, you know, use that. And like certain herbs and like the Ayurvedic medicine, what have mm -hmm. you, like I would always mm -hmm. make fun of it growing up. And then like, I started like, you know, reading up on it and then, you know, like things like, uh, I'm trying to think on the herb, but I'm blanking. Um, but like things like that, like is really popular, not whole foods. And you see a lot of like new, like fitness bloggers promoting like natural, you know, taking care of yourself mm -hmm. naturally. So it's crazy how like stuff that you take for granted and like, you're like, Oh, my parents don't know what they're talking about. Ends up being like the latest health trend. And yeah, now, like, I mean, I funny. like how the, it's moving. So like, it's, it's good. Cause you know, people are living longer. So they need to take better care of themselves. And that's where like people like you come in to help them, you know, achieve those goals. Absolutely. Yeah. You realize your parents weren't so crazy after all, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what worked best for you, I guess, I know you said you made lifestyle changes or like, let's say like, for example, like, let's say someone is currently struggling with like, uh, you know, digestive issues, gut issues, what have you, like, I know probiotics help, or like, so I've heard, but like, what changes did you make that basically made you, I guess, overcome that situation? And like, were you able to get off all those medications? Or how did that work? Yeah, I was able to get off all those medications. So I now take nothing. Um, nice. It's been in January, it will be five years since I've taken any prescription or even any over the counter medications at all. So I've just That's been awesome. able to use supplements and herbs to overcome any illness that I've had in those five years. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it can get complicated as you, complicated as you want, you know, with different herbs that you do and different food combinations and things like that. But I would say the single biggest change that I made was just cutting out excessive amounts of processed food. 
So at the time, you know, I was in college, I was on a budget and I was, you know, conscious of what I looked like. So I would just try to get what I thought was healthy, which was a lot of like low calorie meals. Um, but those low calorie meals, when you actually look at the ingredients list are just full of processed chemicals. So I would just, instead of focusing on the calorie content of a food, I would focus on how many chemicals were in the food and how natural it was. And so I just started focusing on eating plant-based foods, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables, meats that didn't have hormones in it or any antibiotics in it and just cleaning up that aspect. And that alone made a huge difference in the way I felt. Nice. Yeah. It's crazy. Like what we put into our bodies without even knowing it, like just like reading like the cover of like some of these bars or these chips and like I've always been told by like some of my friends that do like personal training and things like that. They say to focus on the products that have like five ingredients or less. So I've been incorporating like RX bars and things like that with my workouts mm-hmm. just because it says what's in it on the cover. <laughs> so exactly. Um, it's just things like nice that and is simple. Really exactly. And that's like, you know, a lot of people don't do that. And it is as convenient as eating like a Snickers bar, you know, it might be a little more expensive, but it's better for you long term. <laughs> Yeah, and if you get sick as less, if you get sick less, then it does pay for itself eventually. In terms of you're not missing work as much, and you're not missing out on fun life events as much either. Yeah, and healthcare is not cheap. <laughs> Certainly is not. No. So um, I want to pivot a little bit back to like how you started your business. Did you ever like? think you were going to start like did your family have a background of business or like did you ever growing up think like hey like one day I'm gonna have a business or was it kind of like a I found a niche that I like and I want to like help people with this niche or how did how did you get that off and running yeah so I kind of always did want to start my own business my dad has his own business my aunt has grew up my aunt had her own business my uncle has his own business so it's always been a part of our family structure so it never felt weird to me to start your own business, but I had no idea what it would be. I never had any clue what it would be. So that's part of the reason why I went into accounting was just because I figured I can be an accountant in the meantime. And then if I do ever figure out something that I want to do, then it will be easy to transition accounting into any type of business structure. Because no matter what you're doing, accounting applies in some type of way. So when you so, meet that um, week late, were you were you nervous or like I know um I believe you said you like quit your full time job to pursue the business and then you kinda worked um, you know, part time doing something else to kinda like make ends meet while your business like got off and running. Was that like a difficult decision? Was that like a scary point or like I just wanted to like know because like people, you know, a lot of people are in careers they don't really enjoy and they want to make a pivot, but they're nervous. So like, do you have any advice for those people? Yeah, absolutely. So it definitely was nerve wracking. I still, I've decided to start my own business ultimately because in the field that I'm currently in, there's not a lot of jobs that people are hiring for. So if you're a naturopathic practitioner, there's not a lot of companies out there that are hiring you up. So it's kind of like you either start your own thing or you do it as a hobby on the side. So I ultimately decided to start my own business because it was kind of the only option I had if I wanted to apply it to a career. But yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking. I had a full-time job with benefits and, you know, a retirement plan. And so leaving all of that behind uh, definitely makes you pause and make sure that it's something that you really, really want to do. But 
at the end of the day, I was passionate enough about natural health. So it was still a fairly easy decision for me because I just knew that it was really, really what I wanted to do. And it, it just seemed like it was the only path to take. But yes, I did have to initially start off with side part-time jobs instead, um, just to, you know, to make sure that you can pay rent and the bills and things like that. So it was kind of a gradual transition into being a full-time business owner. Gotcha. And how long did it take before you were able to go full-time? It took about three years on the dot, which is interesting because a lot of people told me that when you start a business, it takes about three years to make a profit. And it was kind of weirdly true to me. It was almost three years to the day that I was making enough profit where I could comfortably take it as a full-time thing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And then um, I know you decided to move from the Maryland area down to North Carolina. What like fueled that decision? And was that like a business decision or like a personal decision or like how does that work? It was kind of a combination of both. Um, I, you know, I had my business in Maryland for about a year and a half, and it was doing okay. It just wasn't taking off as quickly as I had hoped for whatever reason. And I went to North Carolina for a friend's wedding, actually. It was the Wilmington area, and I was so impressed. They had so many natural health food stores there. I noticed they had multiple different, like, health practitioners um, that had offices that I saw signs for, you know, like acupuncturists and chiropractors and things like that. So I started to wonder if maybe that culture was a little bit more friendly toward natural health and natural medicine. So from there, I just started emailing random natural practitioners that I'd found online and saying like, hey, you know, if you have 20 minutes to talk to me about your business, that would be great. I could do it over the phone or I could come down and visit in person. And I ended up meeting with about eight of them. And they just oh. kind of told me that it was a really good area for this type of business. So from there, I didn't have anything really tying me to Maryland. So it just seemed like a natural, uh, it just seemed like a good choice to make, to give it a shot. So I did. Gotcha. That's awesome. And that makes sense. Like what you notice or what I've always been told about like some of my mentors is the more successful someone is, the more willing they are to share. And like, that's the people that, you know, an individual is most afraid to talk to, like, if somebody's like the CEO of a company, because there are so many people that have like started their business. They're like, oh, I reached out to people on LinkedIn, like the CEO of XYZ company. And I'm surprised they got back to me. But, you know, when someone is like higher up, they like, you know, they know the struggles that got them to where they are. And then if someone shows interest in that, like it gives them an opportunity to share what they've learned and they like seeing other people go along that journey. So it's like, impressive that so many people shared with you and you know if people aren't looking to start a business it's like the same as getting a job like you want to go be like you're an accountant you want to switch to marketing you go do informational interviews with marketing managers and mm -hmm. things like that and you did all the research and you found the people and you know you went for it it's kind of like cold calling but you know you weren't trying to sell them anything you were trying to get like you know information for yourself so that's that's awesome yeah I actually was impressed by the amount of positive responses I got back because I had tried that in Maryland and I didn't get really any feedback back. Um, but when I reached out to people in North Carolina, for some reason, they were all, for the most part, willing to chat. So it was just an interesting dynamic change, I guess. The Southern hospitality, you know. <laughs> yeah, that must be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, let's talk a little bit more about your business. So let's say I'm, I'm your client. What can, what do I come to you for and what can you help me accomplish or 
what's the process? Like, do I come to you and you help me formulate goals or what do you usually do with like a client? Yeah, great question. So I always say that I help people overcome chronic illness symptoms naturally. So that means that I don't use any prescriptions. And so that means that they can either overcome their symptoms naturally or just learn how to reduce their dependence on prescription medication. So maybe they just won't need as much or maybe they won't need to worry about having to increase their dose as time goes on. So it can kind of be whatever the client wants it to be. But that means that can be anything that can range from like digestive issues to insomnia to anxiety to maybe like skin rashes. Uh, the different things that people come in for is a really wide range. But the process is uh, I specialize in urine and saliva analysis. So a client would come in and they would give me a sample of their urine and saliva. And then I'm able to run a test on it that can reveal a lot of different information about what's going on inside their body. So specifically, how well they're absorbing nutrients, getting rid of toxins, and transferring energy. So that's really helpful because a lot of times I have people come in and they are actually eating a pretty good diet and they're taking a lot of good supplements, but they still just don't feel very good and nothing appears to be working. But with the testing, we can see if that's because maybe they're not absorbing the nutrients very well. And so maybe they just need to get their body back into a more balanced state so they're able to pick up all the good stuff from the food and all the good stuff from the supplements that they're taking. So it's a process like that. You know, we look at what might be going on underlying that's contributing to their symptoms. And then we combine it with some tried and true natural health methods, you know, different foods or herbs that are known to work well for whatever symptom they have. And then we make a plan for them. So it's usually a five-step action plan of things that they can start doing that very day that will help move them in the right direction toward becoming healthier and getting over their symptoms. Gotcha. And then do you like have like patient follow-up or like, is it like an ongoing process or is it more like up to the client? Like, Hey, I want to see you one time. You give me my tip and I'll go from there. Or is it like, it's kind of like up to them or is it, is the, do you have like a formalized plan? Like I want to see X, Y, Z, and then I want to see your progress over like the course of a year or what have you. Yeah, so I always recommend that people come in for a minimum of three appointments. And that's just because, you know, we're going to test their body chemistry, we're going to make adjustments, and then we're going to retest so that we can see how their body's responding to those changes. So is it responding positively? Is it responding negatively? Or is it not responding at all? And then we go for another appointment to, you know, further solidify the progress they've made. From there, I think it's ideal if people follow up once a month at least initially, just so that they can continue to solidify the progress and kind of build those healthy habits into their lifestyle. But ultimately, it's always up to the client. So if they only want to come in for one appointment, they certainly can do that. But people tend to see the most success when they make it a consistent part of their lifestyle and come in for a minimum of three. Gotcha. Makes sense. And in terms of like, so far, so your business is still relatively young. What has been your biggest challenge, whether it's like getting off and running or like, you know, challenging client? And then what has been your greatest success? Like what, what gave you like the warm and fuzzies? Like, I know I'm doing something that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, biggest challenge. Biggest challenge is probably just getting the word out there, you know, that the business exists and that we can help of a wide variety of different symptoms. So a lot of people don't even know to like Google naturopath. 
it just kind of comes down to like an education issue. They're not even aware what it, of what it is, let alone why they should look for it and why they should pay one to help them. So constantly kind of working on just helping people understand what it is that I do and how it could benefit their lifestyle is probably one of my biggest challenges. But biggest success is just watching people dramatically improve their symptoms naturally and affordably and practically without doing anything too drastic to their lifestyle. It's always cool when someone walks in and they say, yeah, I feel great or yeah, I've been able to take less of this medication or um, I haven't felt this good in years or, you know, I've lost five pounds without even trying. It's just really, really fun. And um, I am proud of the fact that I do have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Yelp rating with over uh, 30 different reviews. So it's just been fun to watch wow. that grow. That's exciting. So in terms of like your challenge, you said promoting it. So what have you done to promote it thus far? And then you got an opportunity here. So if you want to, you know, how can people find you online or, um, you know, your website, social media, so you can go ahead and share all that as well. Um, as you speak about like how you've marketed so far. Sure. Yeah. So marketing, you know, I have my website, which is naturalhealthstrategies.org. And I do social media things like Instagram and Facebook. Instagram would be at natural underscore health underscore strategies. Facebook would just be natural health strategies. So I use all of those outlets to hit the online markets. I've tried things like, um, Yelp advertising and SEO, but I also work on my blog and I create regular blog posts that I share uh, via an email newsletter and also the social media outlets. Um, and those would probably be my biggest ones. Also things, you know, like health fairs and local magazines and things like that can be helpful. I've, my approach thus far has just been kind of a combination of everything. And so far it's working fairly well in terms of I am seeing steady growth. So I think sometimes it's just a matter of continuing to stay consistent with things, you know, like blog posting and email newsletters, just staying consistent with that while continuing to kind of grow it and try new outlets too. Gotcha. Yeah, it's all about staying consistent because something will work. And then if you stop pushing that threshold, then all that, you know, work goes undone. It's kind of like, you know, if you're digging for water in a well and you keep pumping and pumping and pumping, it's going to eventually come out and you just got to keep pumping. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> you're not really going to get much. Exactly. Don't give up. Don't give up right before you get the good spot. Exactly. So where do you, I guess, where do you see your business going from here? Do you um, already have any employees or is it just you for the most part? And then how do you see it progressing? Where do you want it to be in like, let's say five years from now? That's a great question. Yeah, I just hope that it continues to grow. That's my main plan is just continuing to grow it. It's currently just me, but I would be totally open to bringing on other people too, whether they offered similar services or something um, in the same field, but a little bit different would be great. Um, you know, I'd love to do things like books um, or work on conferences and things like that. So um, the main mission of my business, I see it staying the same and you know, I want to help people overcome their health problems naturally. I want to give them more independence and more control over their own health and what they choose to put in their bodies and things like that. Um, the way it grows is just the number of people I can reach and the ways that I reach them. So it will be interesting to see. Nice. 
That's awesome. I wish you well with your business. And uh, just to close out, what, um, you know, per the name of the podcast, Mantrapreneur, what mantra or what business mantra or quote kind of fuels you if you have one or like what, what motivates you or keeps you going? Like if you're having a rough day, you're like, ah, uh, like X, Y, Z quote you look at or anything that inspires you. Yeah. So on those rough days, I like the quote, just keep moving. It's really simple. It's kind of like the just keep swimming quote that a lot of people say, but most entrepreneurs that I've talked to agree that it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster. You know, you have days when you're really excited about it. And then you have days when you're really tired and really stressed and feeling less excited, but it's important to stay consistent even on those days that you are feeling less excited. So just a reminder to just keep moving, just kind of trust the process, stay consistent, and the success will come. Gotcha. Sounds good. And uh, I'd like to thank Becca for coming out and uh, doing the podcast. That's uh, Becca Hill with Natural Health Strategies. And do you want to go ahead and uh, promote your social media and website once more? Yeah. So my website is naturalhealthstrategies.org. My Instagram handle is nat is at natural underscore health underscore strategies. And then I'm natural health strategies on Facebook as well. All right. Sounds good. That's uh, Becca Hill. And uh, thank you for joining us for the podcast and uh, look forward to doing more sessions. Take care, everyone.